Dr. Michael Roizen. Dr. Michael Roizen. You, the Owner's Manual Radio Show. You're listening to You, the Owner's Manual Radio Podcast. This is 1077B. The B is always the guest segments. And we have a wonderful guest for you today because she's going to allow you to cheat. We'll get to that in a second as Jin Stevens, just like the drink Jin Stevens, will talk about clean-ish, eating mostly clean, live mostly, mainly clean, and unlock your body's natural ability to self-clean. We, of course, as usual, are brought to you, and we want to thank them, Life's First Naturals, the makers of both True Biotics and Bovine Colostrum Tablets. Um, those have been shown, uh, the Bovine Colostrum Tablets, in randomized controlled trials, as we've spoken about before, to decrease the risk of gut bloating and gut leakage uh, from non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs or too vigorous exercise. Since most of us don't do too vigorous exercise, um, it really is the decrease in bloating from non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs like ibuprofen or Advil or even aspirin that is the main benefit that I see in bovine colostrum, but it also decreases upper respiratory infections, at least in randomized controlled trials in Italian and uh, European soccer players. Jen Stevens is the author of Fast, Feast, and Repeat, um, which is a book, and she does have podcasts about intermittent fasting. Um, but let's talk to her about this new book, Queenish. Well, yeah, I'm so glad to be here. Jen, tell us um, what the website is where we can find out more about all your books. Okay. You can find me at jenstevens.com. So it's Jen like Jen and Tonic, Stevens with a PH, jenstevens.com. I've got links to everything there. But yep, you know, I love the way you said it's the lifestyle that allows you to cheat, but I'm going to flip that a little bit. Instead of saying the word cheat, I mean, we've got the ish, we're clean-ish, we're eating mostly clean, we're living mainly clean. And instead of thinking of the ish and the mostly and the mainly as cheating, think of it as not having to be perfect. Because you don't have to be perfect to live a cleanish lifestyle. And so we always, so I always say in our uh, diet mode or eating mode that you're allowed four major vacation days a year from your style, which um, I normally pick as, uh, if you will, uh, anniversary day and then uh, Super Bowl Sunday, Thanksgiving, and uh, one other holiday. Um, but in any case, let's talk about the ability to self-clean. What do you mean by the body's natural ability to self-clean? That's a great question. And, you know, you, you mentioned that I, I come from the world of intermittent fasting, and I actually lost over 80 pounds thanks to intermittent fasting from 2014 to 2015. And I've, I've been able to keep off the weight, which is amazing. But, you know, when I first started intermittent fasting in 2014, you know, we didn't know a lot about it at that time. 
then in 2016, something came along. It was the Nobel Prize in Medicine was awarded to a researcher who was studying autophagy. And all of a sudden, people in the intermittent fasting community were like, wait a minute, this is not just a weight loss plan. It is a way to clean up our bodies. So autophagy is one of our body's self-cleaning mechanisms that goes on in the background and our cells are able to, you know, clean up old junky proteins, deal with pathogens, that sort of thing. So d- describe autophagy for us in a little more detail, would you? I sure will. So um, my background is elementary school teacher. I have a doctorate in gifted education, but I, I taught elementary school for 28 years. So I, I like to think about things in a way that, that help people really understand them. So think about in your life, you may be doing some recycling or some upcycling. You know, we have some old stuff laying around that we're not using. It's kind of junky. We're like, ooh, I could make something new out of that. You know, teachers are great at that in the classroom. We could make something new out of anything. But your body is also great at that. Your body, when given time, can go in, find some old junky cell parts sitting around that aren't doing anything, and they can, ooh, let's let's break this down and, and build something new out of that. So just in very, very simple terms, that's what autophagy is. And one thing about autophagy is besides being a, you know, a fabulous self-cleaning mechanism, it is upregulated when we fast. Now, I do want to say right off the bat, Cleanish is not an intermittent fasting book. So people who were listening, they're like, whoop, I don't want to do any fasting. I'm out. This, this is just a little part of, of our body's self-cleaning mechanisms. You know, our bodies are great. And we've got all these organs, and then just their job to clean up things, to remove toxins, whether they're toxins that come in from the environment or, you know, toxins that are made as part of, you know, digestion, the the natural things that go in our bodies. So we have our liver, our kidney, our skin, you know, our lymphatic system, just to name a few. And when we, you know, put the right stuff in, more of the good stuff, less of the, quote, bad stuff, our bodies are able to work better. We don't have to do a special detox or a special cleanse or, you know, any of that. We just let our body do what it's designed to do. And it's really designed to to self-clean without us having to do a thing. Of course, in today's modern world, we have a lot more coming in than we <laughs> may be counted on. And um, that's one thing I really learned, I knew it already, of course, we all know that in the modern world, we have more toxins. But as I was researching to write Queenish, I was a little bit blown away at what I learned. Um, The modern world of today is not like the world, maybe even the world we grew up in. If you're, if you're my age, I'm 52. (laughs) Now, now what do you mean by, I've got to go there, if you will. um, And before we come back, what do you mean by the modern world isn't like the world you grew up in? I mean, obviously, there there's some obvious right. things, obviously, and I'm not, we're not talking about cell yeah. phones, but we're talking, or chip, or what the chip has done. What are you talking about? Really, when it comes to the, the level of, of toxins and funky things that we're just bombarded with all the time, you know, we are eating more ultra-processed foods than ever before. There are more additives in those foods. You know, the, the water that we drink has... has more you know stuff in it than we we might be counting on. For example, um, all these chemicals that are that are in our world, and we're just exposed to them from really nowadays. You know, a baby born today is born. There was a study that was done in 2004 by the Environmental Working Group. They tested the umbilical cord blood of babies, 
and they found over 200 industrial chemicals and pollutants average in the cord blood of these babies. So, you know, that's not something that was happening, you know, a long time ago, but it's just gradually getting worse and worse over time. So it's besides just what's coming in from the environment around us that's really hard to control, we can control what we put in through the foods that we eat, the choices that we make, the products that we use in our home. You know, the deodorant that you use, for example, the the counter spray you use to wipe down your kitchen countertop. So the more I learned and the deeper I dug into this, the more I was like, wow, I just really had no idea that we were really at the level that we were with, with just what's out there now. And so when you say then live mainly clean, um, what do you mean by that? Well, as I said at the beginning, perfectionism, you know, can just really be your downfall if you're like, I got to be perfect. Once you start figuring out, oh gosh, you know, there's some chemicals that I probably should avoid. You start going down the rabbit hole of, but what if I stay at a hotel and they've sprayed the room down with an air freshener? Or what's happening? You know, or let's say I'm eating in a restaurant and the food is not organic. You start getting to the point where you're almost afraid to like even leave a bubble, right? So we can't, we can't find perfection. So we have to be mainly clean in the ways that we can. So when we just intentionally expose ourselves and our homes to fewer things and choose foods that have fewer toxins, choose foods that help our body, you know, the nutrients in our foods are part of the self-cleaning process. You know, that they work together with your liver um, to do the work that your liver does, for example. So when we live a life where we are maximizing the good stuff coming in, minimizing you know, the toxins whenever we can, we don't have to be in fear or feeling like we need to be perfect. So, you know, like one example I talked about in my book, deodorant, natural deodorant. I know that natural deodorant is a great choice, but here I live in Georgia. Augusta, Georgia, it's real hot in the summer. It might be over 100 degrees. By the way, I, I meant to ask you, is your, since you share homes in Augusta, Georgia, and Myrtle Beach, um, who's the golfer in the family? Oh, gosh, nobody. We're not golfers. <laughs> You're kidding. Funny? And you live in the two, in the two golf um, paradises of the well, world. We do. We do. We're, we're definitely, you know, in, in Augusta, everyone rents their house out for masters. And, um, you know, our next door neighbor, their dad, like, runs the Masters. So, I mean, we're definitely, it's everywhere. The house next to us on the other side, you know, rented to the Masters champion a few years ago. So it, you can't escape it except neither of us play golf. We watch it. We watch it enthusiastically. Is that good enough? <laughs> yes. So anyway, I apologize. Uh, so but we can, we can even talk about the chemicals on a golf course. But um, well, let's, that's true. let's go back to uh, where you were before I interrupted you when you said Augusta, Georgia. Well, I was talking about deodorant, which is just super sexy, right? But we all we all wear some kind of deodorant at some point, I'm sure. So I use a natural deodorant that I've really carefully checked out, and I know that it's it's good for me. It's putting fewer toxins in. I can feel confident with it. And I use that natural deodorant more than 90% of the time. But there might be a day, it might be August here in Augusta, Georgia, and I'm wearing a top with spaghetti straps and I've got to go outside and be outside for a few hours. I might put on some conventional deodorant that day. And because I live mainly clean, I know that that's not going to like totally refill my, you know, 
my bucket of toxins and it's just, you know, a little bit for that day. And so I'm cleanish and and that's okay. Gotcha. Um, and how now let's talk about golf courses because there are a lot of people going down to the to Florida and to California and to Arizona um, who will be near golf courses and if they aren't playing themselves. So what do you worry about if you're near a golf course um, as far as the, um, I guess, the deodorant used on the grass and the fertilizer used on <laughs> right. the grass? And other things, maybe well, the sand, I don't know. Here's something that's, that's important for me as I live my life. I have made it a practice to only worry about the things that I can control. And I, I think that's important as far as like living, you know, a cleanish lifestyle, because like I mentioned, you can start going down the rabbit holes in your personal life and then be like literally afraid to go to the golf course because you don't know what they put on it. So when, when I think about, all right, we're thinking about what you put on grass, fertilizers, pesticides, that sort of thing. I bet it would be really difficult. I haven't researched this or looked into it. I could be wrong, but I bet it would be difficult to find a golf course that uses, you know, chemical-free practices, for example. Although it wouldn't surprise me if we didn't see some start to do that over time as, as people demand it. But for now, focus on your home, like what you put on your grass at home and what you use there and, and instead of thinking about you know, when you're away from home. Because it's really, you know, you could just go nuts with trying to worry about what other people are doing on the, you know, the golf course. Does that make sense? I suppose so, but obviously you can live further from it, such as one of the things about air pollution is to choose where you live um, so that you can live, I guess, uh, mainly clean by avoiding living near, near a uh, um, freeway, as you state. Yeah, that's an excellent point. And so I, I guess it's just a matter of, you have to think about the length of, you know, the duration of the time that you're sitting somewhere. For example, if you um, are, are worried about the chemicals they're using on a golf course, you might not want to buy a home that backs up to a golf course. That's a great point. You know, if my neighbor was constantly spraying certain pesticides, I wouldn't be as comfortable with that as, you know, if I could help it. That's true. But it, it is hard to control your neighbors. <laughs> right. But you can, you can, if you will, as long as you understand them before you move in, um, you can make those choices. And I suppose that's one of the points you make in, on food is you get to choose what you put in your mouth um, every day. And so you can really control that to a large degree in eating mostly clean. When you say mostly, um, people want to know, is that mean I get um, 10 uh, vacation days a month? Does that mean I should watch 80%? Does it mean 95%? Where's the cutoff line on health from mostly? You know, one thing about about my book in Cleanish, I am encouraging the reader to design a definition of, for example, cleanish eating or cleanish living that you can live with right now today. And I think of it as more of a continuum. You know, so there may be a listener right now who's hearing this and they are just eating the standard American diet. They are just starting from most of their food is ultra processed. You know, actually, we know that the average United States adult gets more than more than 50% of their food is ultra processed right now. 
So it, it's thinking about yourself along the continuum from ultra processed to real food and then everything in between. So instead of saying, you know, you can be 80% or 95%, I want every person who's listening to think, what can I do to move myself closer to the side of the continuum where you're making, you know, real food choices? And and instead of thinking of, you know, I'm going to have a day off or whatever, just think of it as, as a part of a cleanish lifestyle, you're you're moving towards this continuum of, of the, the side of the continuum with the um, the better choices. And so we're really designing a lifestyle that we don't need to take days off from. Like on Christmas Day, for example, I don't live like an extremely different way. I still have my intermittent fasting time of the day. I probably eat earlier. I have a longer eating window that day. But I still follow my cleanish eating as far as like um, there are certain things I avoid all the time. I never have artificial sweeteners ever. I don't like them. They're, they're not something I want to put into my body. And so I'm not going to have them on Christmas Day. I'm not going to have them on <laughs> July 10th or, you know, just any other day of the year either. So it's, it's not anything I need to flex from. So we have been, I should say, we've been talking with Jin Stevens, G-I-N-S-T-E-P-H-E-N-S dot com is the website. You can find out about her first book, Fast Feast Repeat, a book about intermittent fasting. She also has a, a um, podcast and column about intermittent fasting, as I understand it. This book we've been talking about is called Clean-ish, C-L-E-A-N, in parentheses, I-S-H, available on Amazon. It is Eat Mostly Clean, Live Mainly Clean, and Unlock Your Body's Natural Ability to Self-Clean. Um, as usual, Caitlin has been our engineer. Thank you, Caitlin. And um, our sponsor, Life's First Naturals, which brings us bovine colostrum tablets, um, as well as uh, True Biotics, lifesfirstnaturals.com. Jen, I um, thank you very much. It's a wonderfully um, clean and um, nice book from the standpoint of giving us um, ideas about how to get to use our um, ability to self-clean, as well as it has a number of um, check-off lists and quizzes and ways to motivate yourself to change your behavior and to live mostly queenish. Thanks again. We'll be back next week. The A segment, the latest medical news of the week and what it means to you. The B, of course, great guests like Jin Stevens. JinStevens.com is how you can find her. And of course, we thrive on you. Anything you want, by the way, if you want different guests, extra questions you want to ask, go to questions at greatagereboot.com. Questions at greatagereboot.com. Thanks again.